Thank you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Please don't turn that dial. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. And now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda. The Red Panda, mysterious crusader for justice, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against crime and corruption. Only his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, knows who wears the mask of the Red Panda. This episode, Terror Walks the Night. I'm telling you, this isn't the way it can't be. Darling, don't be ridiculous. We're ten blocks from home. We can't be lost. But I don't recognize anything. It's so dark tonight. I know it. You'd swear there was a fog, but it's clear enough. Something's wrong. Darling, please. It isn't natural. It's probably just something wrong with the streetlights. On every street? Come on. It's this way. I'm sure of it. Shouldn't there be a moon tonight? Oh, you can't think there's something wrong with the moon, too. Don't joke. There was a full moon just two nights ago. Don't you remember? When we were on our way back from the pictures, you pointed it out. Well... I mean, probably just clouds. Gosh, now you're beginning to get me spooked. Let's just get home. Uh, this way. How can you tell? It's so dark, I can't read the street signs, I can't recognize the buildings. This is crazy. We're in the middle of the city. Even if the street lamps were out, shouldn't there be lights in the windows and, and signs and... Charlie? Charlie, I think it's actually getting darker. Just hold my hand, Angel. There's nothing out there in the darkness that can hurt us. Oh, if only that were true. Charlie! Who's that? Who's there? Charlie, it's getting darker. I can't even see you. Don't let go of my hand, darling. Whatever you do, just don't let go. But you must let go, mustn't they, my children? Get into the darkness. Who is that? Let the darkness embrace you. Become one Stay back. with the darkness. Do you hear me? Leave us alone. Soon all will become as nothing. Charlie! Angel! I said don't let go! Where are you? Where are she you? She is everywhere and nowhere. What have you done? What have you done to her? Show him, my children. Show him the void. Give in to the darkness. Ah! cold tonight. Didn't you wear your thermal costume? Would I slink over rooftops without it? Then why are you... I didn't say I was cold, Peaches. I said it was cold. They're cold. The people down there. Look at those chimneys. Half of them don't even have a fire going, and you can bet it's because they were waiting, wondering how they were going to pay for an order of coal. It's a little thing, but every little thing makes them that much more desperate. It's too early for winter, Kit. The weather won't last. And if it does, 
We can't protect them from the cold, or from choosing to pay for heat instead of food. And if we have to protect them from each other when they get desperate, it just makes the odds worse. What odds? You know what odds. The happily ever after odds. Mm, mm, those odds. You ever wonder about that, boss? It's an awful big job we've taken on. Yes, it is. So how do we know when we're finished? Do you think that we are? No, I know we're not. I'm not sure we're a day closer than the first time I strapped on a pair of static shoes. I'm not sure either. I don't mind the danger, and I love the daring do. But I'd hate to think the only way this can end is to end badly. So how do we know when we're finished? I've always assumed we'd just know. I hope you're right. You're very grim tonight. Maybe I am. What of it? Nothing at all. Except that it leaves me with little to do but make a sassy remark and flip my long red locks just so. Wise guy. Yes, boss. I guess it's just these disappearances that are getting to me. Two dozen people now. That we know about. As you say. Just up and vanished. No note, no call. O'Malley still says suicide. Too many. Too many of them. Who ever heard of a rash of suicides? Apparently it happens. Sure it happens. When policemen are too lazy to find out what's actually going on, that's when it happens. It's an interesting point. You know why the cops are making the case for suicide? Aside from the fact that there's no case to solve? Yeah, besides that. They say that every single one of these people was in some kind of financial distress. It is true, isn't it? Sure. But present company accepted exactly who in the city is not... Another interesting point. Certainly every chimney down there with no smoke coming from it tells another such story. Two dozen people. What do we do? What do we usually do? Back to basics? Back to basics. They disappear at night. Yes, they do. At least one, sometimes two, every night for two weeks now. Anything else? There's not much to tell beyond a common thread of the lack of a common thread. For the most part, they didn't know each other... Men, women, old, young. Some have families, some don't. They don't work together. If they play together, nobody seems to know about it. Geographic factors? Hard to tell. If we assume that the fact that it's night has something to do with it, that suggests to me that whatever's happening is probably happening outside. I'd go along with that. How can you tell where someone disappeared from if nobody saw it happen? Did you know that 80% of auto accidents happen within a few blocks of home? Have you been driving again? I didn't mean our home. I know what you mean. And those accidents happen close to home because that's where people are most likely to be. Right. So if there is an outside force behind these missing persons reports, we can assume that the same rules apply. Look at this map. You made a map? And you're just mentioning this now? I did, I am, and be quiet a moment. Yes, boss. These marks show the private residences of the people reported missing. Right. Now, ignore these... And this one, let us assume that those seven people were on some errand further from home. Look what remains. More of a cluster, to be sure. Still, looks like a radius of about 20 blocks. That's a lot of territory to cover. It really is. But if you and I were to head for the epicenter of that area, maybe kick down some doors, threaten a few lowlifes... Well, I'll be darned. This is starting to sound like a plan after all. Mr. Paxton! Mr. Paxton? Not now, Martin. I haven't the time. I think you had better make time, sir. Is that a fact? Well, young man, 
You have my attention. Have you seen the evening papers? I'm a busy man, Martin. Missing men and women around the city. That's what they're full of. Pictures, interviews with family, neighbors, dozens of them. What did you expect? We may hold ourselves fortunate that so many of our guests have not been missed. There are more than 50 of them now, after all. Yes, 50 of them. And still we wait? You must be patient, Martin. Patient? With 50 people held in those... those pods? Within a secure facility owned by my company. If we are to act, it must be soon. If the police discover us... I am aware of the risks. Try to focus on the rewards. That is what separates people of vision from the common man. What rewards? Surely, if Master Thol had the power... You cannot doubt his power. You have seen it, felt it, wielded it. Of course. And when you summoned the darkness, do you not feel the touch of the power beyond? The power within the void itself? But if the Master cannot channel it as he promised... Creating a gateway to the void is not like opening a window, Martin. It requires a great deal of power. The life forces of our guests provide that power, act as a battery... We simply have not yet provided enough fuel. How much longer? Until the Master says it is enough. I don't deny the Master is... is remarkable. But if the police interfere, the Circle is doomed to fail him. I think he may be unaware of the risks we're running by striking within the same area time and time again. The power's range is limited, you know that. But if we talked to the Master, explained it to him... And you would like explaining this to that... That thing, would you? What are you saying? Come, Martin, don't be coy. You are an intelligent, capable young man. You didn't really join a snake cult just for something to do, did you? Of course not. The power that lives within the darkness of the void is the only thing that can reshape the world, bring rebirth, and... Oh, don't quote the scripture to me. Do you think the people of this city... This country would ever accept Lord Thal as their master? I don't expect them to have much of a choice in it. When the portal opens... When the portal opens and the power of the void is laid open to us, the master of the Circle of Thal will be rather surplus the requirements, won't he? What are you saying? You bring the energy of youth to this enterprise, Martin. But my contribution has been rather more dramatic. Money and facilities without which the Circle could never have grown... Never have taken advantage of Thal's strange powers. When I found him, he was nothing. Just a freak, cowering in the shadows. Barely able to comprehend the world around him. I have risked much more than you, and therefore the reward which I am due is so much greater than yours. Mr. Paxton, you can't mean... I mean that when the wall between the planes is breached, when the power has been stabilized and this world is forced to take a new master... It is I who will wield that power, Martin. I who will reshape this crumbling society, and I shall do so in the name of Daniel Paxton. You have a place in that new world, Martin. A place of honor for all those ready to stand by my side and be a part of this new order. Do you understand me? I do, sir. I understand you perfectly. I understand you as well, Paxton. My... My Lord Thal. Please, Paxton, do not mince your words. Am I your Lord Thal, or simply a freak, cowering in the shadows? My Lord, 
Forgive me, I intended... I know perfectly well what you intended, Paxton. Your treachery is disappointing, but hardly surprising. And, as you can see, I was prepared. Blessings upon you, young Martin. You have served your master well. The honor is mine, my Lord Thole. I live to serve. Quite. All right. So you got to this whelp. I have others. Men who serve me, not you, you snake-faced monster. And what do you think those servants will do when they see what happens to you? I think they will recover their loyalty to the true power of the Void. Do you not agree? You can't kill me. You need me. Indeed we do. You will have a place of honor, Daniel Paxton. Your life force will help to power the great engines that shall tear open the portal to the Void. You wouldn't dare. Would I not? No man may stand in the way of the Circle's great business, Paxton. Get back! You will disappear, just like all the others. Stay back! I'm warning you! Your soul, like theirs, shall be a shoulder at the wheel, a servant to our cause. No! Give in to the darkness, Daniel Paxton. No! No! Feel the power you have betrayed. Soon all will feel it. All will burn and rise. All will kneel before the power of fall. <laughs> listening to the Red Panda Adventures from Decoder Ring Theatre. Whether you are enjoying this program via podcast or through one of our broadcast partners, be sure to stop by our website, www.decoderringtheatre.com, for all the latest adventures in radio drama, information on upcoming programs, and much, much more. If you enjoy these programs and wish to see them continue, please consider making a small contribution through the convenient PayPal buttons on our main page. And don't forget to spread the word, tell a friend, or post a link. And why not contact us about advertising opportunities? After all, you're listening, and why wouldn't you want customers who share your good taste? That's DecoderingTheater.com, your address for adventure, mystery, and comedy. Please, let me go. I ain't done nothing. Well, let's not get into crimes against grammar. Who's grammar? I never seen the old dame. Oh, say goodnight, Gracie. We should let him draw for that one. Please, please, no. I'm telling you, I'm scared of heights. We know, Mo. We don't hang guys upside down off the edge of buildings if they aren't scared of heights. It slows up the work. Please, I ain't done nothing. I've been straight since I promised you. Moses, do you know how much I enjoy being lied to? No, sir. I hate it, Moses. Almost as much as she does. Hi there. Please, don't hurt me. And don't let me fall, neither. I'll go straight. For real this time, please. Mo? Yeah? Shut up already. We don't want you tonight. We want information. Oh, no, I ain't no squealer. I won't give up Morrison. Mo? He might have all the furs from that job in a back room in the Black Walrus, but uh, you ain't never heard it from me. Mo! Yeah. I appreciate the impulse, but uh, try and focus on the interrogation at hand, would ya? Yeah. We don't want Morrison tonight. Oh, yeah? 
We know that you've been spotting for his gang, among others. I didn't think... You're one of the best spotters in the underworld, aren't you? Well, I I get by, I suppose. And since your livelihood depends on keeping your eyes open at all times, and you've been working this neighborhood, you must have information that we want. You're you're talking about the, the darkness, ain't you? The darkness? Sure, I seen it, but I don't know nothing. Mo, you know that I could hypnotize you. Tear what I want to know from your mind? Yeah. I'd rather this was as painless as possible, though, so you can see how simple life can be if you play nicely. I'm still upside down over the edge of a building. Well, everything's relative, isn't it? Tell me about the darkness. Most fellows that work the street, they've heard about it, but they won't talk about it much. I I guess a few must have seen it. They never talk about it at all. But you saw it. Didn't you, Moses? Sure, sure, I seen it. I was sitting in an alley off Berkeley eight or nine days ago, keeping a casual eye in a warehouse. You you know how it is. Yeah, we know how it is. And all of a sudden it was like, like the whole world was fading. Slow like at first. So you almost didn't notice. But once you noticed, you couldn't miss it. It was almost like a, a fog rolling in, moving over everything. But there weren't no fog. It wasn't gray. It wasn't like a cloud. It was just nothing. Acres of nothing spreading out over the whole street. What did you do? What do you think I did? I kept my spot, kept low, kept quiet. What else would I do? Then I heard them voices. Voices? Sure, from down the block a ways. A whole lot of voices talking at once and all saying the same words. What words? I don't know. I couldn't hear. This is important, Mo. I'm telling you, I couldn't hear nothing. They were too far away. I could tell they were talking together is all. I didn't hear what they said. Yes, you did, Moses. You just don't know what you know. My mind is in your mind. No. My thoughts are your thoughts. Yes. The voices. What did they say? Get in, in dark darkness. Okay, that was creepy. Shh. Let the darkness embrace you. Soon all will become as nothing. Get into the darkness. Can we make him stop now? Sleep. Well, that was an unexpected turn, was it not? It shouldn't be by now, but yes. Our mass vanishing act is more than it appears, ain't it? So it would seem. Some kind of cult? They're a cult until they get spiffy evil powers. Then they're supervillains. Point taken. We need to find out what we're dealing with, and fast. Any ideas? One or two. If there are otherworldly forces at play, we might find use for some of the special gear Dr. Chronopolis created for us. Nothing takes a guesswork out of searching for bad guys, quite like a mystical energy detector. Among other surprises. Let's cut him down and get to work. Uh, Better erase his memory while you're at it, sweetie. We might want to pay a call on the back room at the Black Walrus when we're done. Hmm. Sounds like a full evening. It does. It really does. My children, you have served me well. I was not born to your world. I was not born to rule. But you looked upon my face 
a face you might have feared and learned to call me master. You built this temple to my specifications. Let me draw upon the power of the great void beyond, a world of shades and darkness, a world of inestimable beauty and terror, and together we wielded that trickle of power to gain still more and more until at last we are ready to tear open the fragile walls between the worlds and let the darkness wash over this world. All hail Lord Thal. We shall bring about a new day, a new world. Martin? Yes, Lord Thal? Have you checked the equipment? Yes, my lord. Each pod is connected to the next, and all focused on the heart of our circle. Excellent. The life forces of our guests will feed the fire of our incantations and open the gateway at last. At last, my master! What's that? Let the circle be joined. We stand as one. We stand as one upon the precipice. We cry out into the void. And the void hears us call. We summon the darkness, summon the world of shade, summon the coming of the destroyer. It seemed a little gloomy in here. Up there, it's them. It's the red panda and the flying squirrel. Destroy them. Two handguns by the stairs. I see them. Get the rifle by the door. Got it. Go. You okay, Pappy? Not a very well-armed death cult, are they? All right. The rest of you, stay where you are. I see one sudden move, you get what the Gunzel's got, and then some. I've got a better idea. My mind is in your minds. My will is your will. You can feel the adrenaline rushing from your bodies, leaving you exhausted. You are overwhelmed by the need to sleep. You can stand no longer... Each of you is falling into a deep, deep slumber now. Very nice. Thank you. You don't usually cheat on the crowd control. I didn't want him to slip away. Very impressive. I have heard a great deal about you master marvels, of course. Holy cats! It's... It's a Draxite! You remember? How nice. I have very clear memories of you, dear girl. Through the psychic link that joined my people, I saw you lead the massacre of my brothers. Me and a posse of strapping young agents, guilty as charged. But I've got something more stylish for you. Regardez! Mini crossbow, bolt with an anti-magic tip, and voila! Okay, I had hoped that might go better. You are to be excused, young lady. My brothers succumbed to your attacks so easily. You're not quite a Draxite, are you? You're very clever. Well, one tries. You carry yourself with authority, speak with confidence, and your magic shielding is much stronger. In fact... It is more accurate to say that I am twelve Draxites. 
12? The only ones that survived your assault of anti-magic bullets. Left stranded in your world, we did the only thing we could. We fused into a single being to combine what power we had. Saves a bundle on rent, too. I should say. I became what you see. They called me Lord Thal. Catchy. You're handling defeat very well. You haven't won. In fact, if you looked behind you, you would see just how badly you're losing. Holy moly! It's it's some kind of energy field. Very good. I took my cue from you. Married what magic I had to the science of your Earth. A treacherous little toad named Paxton helped me. It's building... The detector is off the charts. The life forces of those whom we stole off the street feed the fire. The minds of my disciples channel and focus the beams. They thought their sad little incantations were important. They were simply part of the bio-machine. They serve their purpose just as well, unconscious red panda. (laughs) What do we do? Soon, the energy will build and tear asunder the fabric of this world. Boss? Now begins the reign of my master. I have to stop it. Reverse the energy flow. Now begins the reign of the destroyer. Machine, I only can... Get back! (laughs) Squirrel, I need to... Gotcha! One order at a time, coming right up! You are not ready for my powers, little one. I might not be able to drop you with the anti-magic brass knuckles in one punch, Peaches, but I've got the time if you do. (coughs) (coughs) Any time, boss! I mentioned that this is mostly guesswork. Swell. Okay, Thor, round two. You are both fools. Your interference is futile. See how well you meddle under a blanket of the living darkness. Right, Panda? I can't see. (laughs) Put on your goggles. I'm right about the countercharged lenses. They should do the trick. Ah, the very thing. There you are. Impossible. Do you think maintaining the darkness taxes is shielding? Let's find out. <laughs> Squirrel, cover your eyes. Do it. Did we win? I don't see a dimensional breach. Or a snake man in a bathrobe. I think we won. Oh, and look. All those pods, they've got people in them. They're, they're moving! And we'd better radio for medical help. These are our missing persons. When I reversed the flow of energy away from the energy field, it must have been returned to them. It doesn't look like the cultists were quite as lucky. Oh, burned to a crisp. Just like, say, Thor mentioned the Destroyer. If you're wondering if his Dark Master is the same entity you once drop-kicked into a dimensional vortex, I'd have to say I don't know. But if he is, he must be getting a little sick of us by now. Which usually means he'll be back. 
And we'll be waiting, Squirrel. The Red Panda swears it. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda. This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 54, Terror Walks the Night, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Scott Moyle, Christopher Mott, Andrea Lyons, Hans Messerschmidt, Stephen Burley, Clarissa Denetterlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. <laughs>